This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. Most of the rain having stopped this morning. That's a good news. It's 604, 65 degrees, still some light rain, fog, and mist. Might run into some pooling water on roadways this morning. The forecast for today, 60% chance of later afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Some of those storms could produce gusty winds and heavy rain. Cloudy today and a high in the low 80s. Now, we do have still Cortland and Shenango counties under a flash flood watch until noon. Motorists could still encounter some partial washouts and debris over roadways from the heavy rain yesterday that prompted flood watches, warnings, and even an emergency notification over residents' mobile devices at 11 last night, warning people to shelter in place. While Shenango and Cortland County remain under that flash flood watch this morning, advisories were lifted for the rest of the region overnight. Tioga County Sheriff's officials have posted on their Facebook page an appeal for the public to help in locating an at-needs adult who has not been seen since July 5th. 66-year-old Sandra Ledford is described as a vulnerable adult who left her home in Candor sometime after 6 p.m. and has not been seen since. She was last seen driving a gray 2008 Jeep Commander with the New York license plate GWU. 3950. She's white, heavy set with dark, straight, straight shoulder length hair and wears glasses. The Facebook information did not indicate what special needs the woman has and if she is requiring medication. The woman has no family in the area and left home without a cell phone. Anyone who sees Ledford is asked to call 911. WMBF First News Time 606. Binghamton police are investigating the death of a man who was hit by a tractor trailer on Interstate 81 on Thursday. Authorities say that incident happened about 10 after 5 in the evening in the Hospital Hill area, a short distance from the Kirkwood town line. Witnesses reported seeing a man get out of a car and apparently jump in front of the northbound truck. City police say the man was a Pennsylvania resident. His name and hometown still are not being released. Detectives were waiting for results of an autopsy. An investigator says there's nothing to indicate the death was a result of of any criminal activity, anyone with information is asked to contact Binghamton Police Detectives. One person is dead and four people injured on Saturday when a speedboat flipped over in the Finger Lakes on Seneca Lake. Yates County Sheriff Ron Spike says the boat was traveling on Seneca Lake, quote, at a fast speed when it made an abrupt turn and capsized about 5.20 p.m. All six people aboard the boat, described as a 45-foot hyperspeed, for performance speedboat were thrown into the water. That incident happened near Imrod, around 25 miles northwest of Ithaca. Police say 65-year-old passenger Cynthia Stuck of Waterloo was pronounced dead at the scene. WMBF First News Time 607. The Broome County Legislature is back meeting face-to-face for the first time in over a year. With the expiration of New York State-ordered COVID-19 restrictions on open meetings, the local lawmakers will resume in-person regular sessions, committee meetings, and public hearings effective immediately. Residents can still observe sessions via Zoom video conference. Committee meetings will be held in the legislative offices and the monthly session of the full legislature takes place in the legislative chamber on the sixth floor of the Broome County Office Building on Holly Street in downtown Binghamton. 
and we will have later this morning a link on our website to that Zoom login and, of course, the dial-in information. And that will be available for you a little bit later on this morning at WMBF.com. Well, the Conklin Fair is planning to mark a milestone, opening for its 50th year this week. There will be ride specials, fireworks, live music, and other attractions Thursday through Saturday at the main community center and fairgrounds. The gates open Thursday and Friday at 5 p.m. and Saturday at 11 a.m., and the fair closes at 10 p.m. each night. Fireworks will close the fair at 10 on Saturday night. Parking is free, and many of the food tents are operated by local charities and nonprofit organizations. The official website, ConklinFair.com, says fairgrounds will be open regardless of the weather, but rides might have to shut down in inclement conditions. And finally, a man who joined Security Mutual Life Insurance less than two years ago is now going to be leading the group, elected Chief Executive Officer by the Board of Directors by the Binghamton-based company. Security Mutual Thursday announced Kirk Gravely will assume the CEO post, and he has served as the firm's President Operating Chief Operating Officer since November of 2019. He'll continue the company's president as he takes on the new role. Gravely succeeds Bruce Boyer, who will continue as chairman of the Security Mutual Board of Directors. Boyer was appointed president and CEO of that company in 1996. It's 609, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF. Greater Binghamton Air Show is returning to the Binghamton area this coming weekend, Saturday and Sunday, July 17th and 18th, from noon to 4 at the Greater Binghamton Airport. Come and enjoy with your family. For more information, get in touch by going online to BinghamtonAirShow.com, BinghamtonAirShow.com. This is Bill Flynn. Join us for our live coverage on WMBF on Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. Sponsored by Overhead Door Company of Binghamton, Steam Carpet Cleaning, Lofty Rock Products, and ZMK Construction. Coming up this weekend, the Greater Binghamton Air Show at the Binghamton... Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBS. He's a great player. Uh, we need him to keep playing like this. Uh, we trust him. He's, a, he's our leader. He's our point guard. He's one of our scorers. He's one of our defenders. He's a great basketball player. And uh, he's going to keep figuring out ways to be successful. That's Giannis talking about Drew Holiday, one of the stars of last night's game, as the Bucks bounce back from a 2-0 deficit, holding the Suns 9 for 31 shooting beyond the arc, something they didn't do the first two games, and earning a 120-100 to win over Phoenix in Game 3. Devin Booker shot 3 for 14 overall, 1 for 7 beyond the arc. And, uh, yeah, they had an off game. Bucks. Close the series to two to one right now, and uh, Game Four in Milwaukee on Wednesday night. New York Yankees bullpen another ninth inning meltdown that cost them a three-game road trip of the Houston Astros thanks to Jose Altuve, belting a three-run homer to cap a startling six-run rally in the bottom of the ninth, sending the Astros past the Yanks. 8-7. to seven. I'm sure my dad wasn't happy about that one. Oakland, White Sox, Toronto, Minnesota, and the Angels. All winners over in the National League. The Mets blew a game as well. What's going on? Wilford Defoe's tie-breaking single in the ninth inning capping Pittsburgh's biggest comeback of the season. The Pirates rallied from an early five-deficit, five-run deficit to beat the Mets 6-5. to five. The NL East leading Mets jumped out to a 5-0 lead, but could not hold on. Both teams caving yesterday in New York. Miami, Cincinnati, San Francisco, Colorado, 
and the Dodgers, all winners. Rumble Ponies got rained out yesterday, but they went four for five in the six-game series, which was shortened to five games, uh, against New Hampshire Fisher Cats. They're on the road for a six-game series beginning tomorrow night in Altoona to take on the curve. First pitch, 6.30 p.m. Ponies playing great. They just come off a great season. They'll be back here again on the 20th to uh, take on... Uh, they taking on? They're taking on some team. <laughs> Wait a minute here. All right. NASCAR yesterday. Kurt, Kurt Busch uh, passed brother Kyle with 24 laps left and won Sunday's NASCAR Cup Series race to complete a sibling weekend sweep at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Kurt Busch raced to his first victory of the season, 33rd overall, fourth of his career at Atlanta. He locked up a spot in the playoffs, possibly improved the chances of securing a new ride next week, or next month, rather, next year. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. By the way, the uh, Ponies will take on the Erie Seawolves when they're back in town again on July 20th. Wanted to pass that along. Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal now have company atop the list of men's career Grand Slam titles. Novik Djokovic has equaled their record of 20 Grand Slams by capturing the Wimbledon Championship, defeating Matteo Berrettini. I'm not going to go through the six this, six that, six this. They, he won. The number one ranked uh, Djokovic earned a third consecutive championship at the All England Club and sixth overall. There you go. Looks like uh, that's pretty much it. That's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 614. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. All right, well, there's uh, flood warnings out in Shenango and Cortland County until noon today. We've got roads that may be closed or at least debris and partial washouts in the Colesville area. Town of Shenango, tree debris as well in some of those areas, including town of Dickinson. Uh, I-81 between Exit 1 and Francis Street will have alternating lane closures today, beginning today, rather, through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily for pavement repair. A lot of patching going on, Conklin Forks and Murphy Roads, ditching on Old Route 17, storm cleanups along the county roadway systems, and striping on the county and town roadways with the paint trucks. So they're busy doing what they need to do. And hats off to the road crews for a fabulous job you've had to do over the last four or five days or better. We've had this nasty weather and storms and flood warnings. So thank you for everything. Thanks to the NYSIG crews for getting power on and for helping out with tree removal of branches and things that uh, knocked down and uh, rested on service wires and, and other things, too. So thank you. Um, did a tremendous job. And that is, uh, let's see, your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast for today. Chance of showers and thunderstorms, cloudy, low 80s for tonight, mostly cloudy. Chance of showers and thunderstorms, upper 60s. And then on Tuesday, partly sunny, there is a chance of some afternoon showers and thunderstorms. And they could produce some gusty winds, heavy rain, and frequent lightning. Tomorrow's high in the mid-80s. We're at 65 degrees right now. WNBF First News Time, 616. Kathy White back with us again today. We'll check the date book. 
It's Doug's Date Book on News Radio 1290, WNBN. We'll go back to July 12, 1962. The Rolling Stones played their first gig at a club in London. The lineup of the band included Mick Jagger, Brian Jones, Keith Richards, drummer Charlie Watts, and bassist Bill Wyman, who joined later uh, as well. In 1969, Blind Faith made its U.S. debut at New York's Madison Square Garden, and Eric Clapton in that band, too. 1969, the ballad, ballad of John and Yoko was banned by many radio stations because they were offended by the line, Christ, you know it ain't easy. And in 1975, with disco, KC and the Sunshine Band made their pop debut. I loathe disco, but they were a good band. I mean, they had a lot lot of good hits. Uh, What else happened on this day? Guns N' Roses singer Axl Rose arrested in New York's JFK International Airport in 1992. On this day, a warrant from St. Louis prosecutors wanted on charges stemming from a riot during a 1991 Guns N' Roses concert. He was released on a $100,000 bond. And in 1992, a a memorial rather to Buddy Holly was unveiled in Dallas, Texas. Today is singer Christine McVie's. Uh, birthday from Fleetwood Mac, 78 years young today, and she is one of my favorite voices from that group. And the songbirds are singing, let me know this Christine in a hall playing the piano and just singing on that song from the Rumors album. She just did a great job. 78 years old today, not touring with the band anymore. Singer Walter Egan is 73. Fitness guru Richard Simmons is 73 today. Actor Cheryl Ladd from Charlie's Angels is 70. And gospel singer Sandy Patty, 65 today. Toper Grace on that 70s show. He played Eric. He's 43 today. Those are the famous folks that are celebrating with us. First News Binghamton presents The Lighter Side with Doug and Kathy on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And we welcome back after a whole week gone. Kathy White is joining us once again for The Lighter Side. Finally, after a whole week, are you rested and ready to go? No. <laughs> you needed more time, huh? Trees falling on things and stuff, and Rome, Pennsylvania got hit bad. It looks like you guys dodged a bullet. You got pelted down there, but at least you didn't Yeah, get- yes. Um, there were probably about three or four campers in the campground that did get um, a direct hit from trees. There's a lot of damaged awnings and such, but this one camper, I have to say, it just it haunts me just talking to the the owners of the camper that it, how how many campers, first of all, narrowly missed getting trees landing on them. Yeah. And yeah. then the guy that owns the camper that did get hit, the fact that the storm hit on a Wednesday night, but it, it was midweek when most people aren't at their campers, their seasonal campers, they go mm-hmm. for weekends, which was the case with these people. Right. It hit right in the bunk area of the back of the camper. So he said to me, and it just, it just is, is chilling to think about it. He says, well, good thing no one was sleeping on the top bunk. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You know, definitely. It's and it was 930 at night that it hit. So conceivably, even though I don't know how anyone could have slept through that, but um, quite conceivably, there could have been somebody up in that upper bunk had that hit on a weekend. Yeah, most definitely. We uh, The back of our house was rattling that night, too, and it sounded like a locomotive. And then my wife woke me up. 
And she yeah, said, you, you got a little handshake with a tree. Yeah. She said, you got to come out and check this out. That one of the huge branches off the tree had snapped off. It was still holding on, but it was laying on the service wire. And then the next day, the other branch, big, huge branch on the other side, snapped and was laying there right where my car would have been. But my wife said, park over here. Don't park there. So anyway. Uh, Always listen to the wife. <laughs> yeah. A nice egg actually showed up on, was it Friday or Saturday? I can't remember. And they cut the tree down for us because it was, it was, you know, it could have caused damage. If it fell anymore, it definitely, some of it was already on the service wires. And if that would have fell down, me and our, our neighbors would have been without power. So. Uh, we got that done, but now we got to remove the tree. <laughs> right. Well, that's another thing. We were um, marveling. I mean, the, why why are trees so shallow rooted? I mean, I they're know. large plants. You would think that they'd have a big old tap root that goes really far down, but they are just so shallow rooted. But there were uh, the number of of Penelac and Claverac. Those the Pennsylvania Power Companies are fun to say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and and our there were tree service trucks all over the place. The little place where we go for breakfast in the morning—that's um, where a Kmart used to be down mm-hmm. there. There's, but there's no Kmart, so there's a huge empty parking lot. Right. It was full of power company trucks from Penelec and out of state. Yeah. And the lady that owns the diner where we have our breakfast every weekend morning on Saturday mornings, I said to her, she, I said, well, we, I guess we just missed the crowd. Normally we go really early, so we miss the regular crowd. And she says, yeah, she said if there were nine trucks in the parking lot yeah. when we got there. She said the entire parking lot was full. And I said, well, good for you but she only has like three people working then at 6 a.m when she opens yeah there was a lot of uprooted trees and different things in our area as well and uh i, I will say one thing you know people complain about your bill and i know that we complain about our electric bills but i'll tell you these people have earned their money then some all the, the work that they've done over the last several days and i've seen some of it in action and you have too um i mean you know when your power's out when you have trees that are well it's not the linemen are the ones that are raising our rates right no, I know. I'm just saying that they, you know, that that's the one thing you can always count on uh, with these companies is uh, they're out there helping you out. So, and they're still working. Well, when you sent me the picture of that tree with your place, I was going, yeah. it made me curious about who pays for when the, a tree comes down like yeah. that. I says, I wonder, you know, who Doug is calling to get that out of there and how much of it is utility company. Yeah, well, we still have to figure out how to get it out of there, but we didn't have to pay to get it cut down because it was on the service lines. Otherwise, we would have. But, um, you know, looking at it, and, and a lot of trees now, I don't know what it is, ash beetles or whatever that's going They're on. rotten in the middle. Yeah. We've had several trees we, didn't have, we had to have cut down because of that. Yeah, I, so. I noticed that of the trees that were snapped down there, you could see that it, it was just yeah. hollow in the middle. Yeah, and I know other people, too. I mean, we have grandkids, too, and not only that, but us. But, you know, we see these trees, and it's like we don't want them falling down on anybody or hitting our roof or anything like that. We don't want to just keep cutting down trees because they're so nice. I know. I know. we got a we got a problem with the sun now because of that. But, well, that's for another, <laughs> right? that's for another time. Anyway, <laughs> well, we got a lot of different things going on this morning, uh, and Kathy will uh, bring us up to date here in just a couple of minutes with, uh, with Oh, headlines. yeah, and we did c- talk to uh, the mayor of John. City and the state of emergency for JC is still in effect. So Kathy knows him personally, so we get we yeah. get the inside we get the inside scoop uh, from Mayor Demi. So thank you for that. Uh, we'll check in with Kathy in a couple minutes. Right now, it is time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta, presented by UHS. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. 
The coronavirus pandemic has conjured up what many experts call a perfect storm for mental health. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. For more than a year and a half, I've been reporting on the physical and mental toll COVID-19 has taken on all of us. The latest warning comes in the form of a new report by healthcare giant Anthem. They analyzed insurance claims made by 27 million people enrolled in their plans across all 50 states. The report found diagnosis and treatment for mental health services was worse for children under age 12 and adults over age 75, and the drop was particularly acute if the child or senior was on Medicare or Medicaid. The key things to look out for in yourselves and others, depression, anxiety, panic attacks, suicidal thoughts or behaviors, might not be easy, but you must seek out the support if you need it. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a... This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 65 degrees at 630. The forecast for today, first of all, Cortland and Shenango counties are still under a flash flood watch until noon. Cloudy today, a 60% chance of showers and thunderstorms and a high getting into the lower 80s. A federal judge is considering whether to order financial penalties and other sanctions against some of former President Donald Trump's lawyers. They had signed into a lawsuit last year challenging Michigan's elections results. The lawsuit alleging fraud was voluntarily dropped after a judge found nothing but speculation and conjecture that the votes for Trump somehow were destroyed. Michigan Democrat Governor Gretchen Whitmer, the city of Detroit, and other officials now want the plaintiffs and their lawyers to face consequences of pursuing what they called frivolous claims. They include Trump lawyer allies Sidney Powell of Dallas and L. Lynn Wood of Atlanta. Judge Linda Parker in Detroit is holding a hearing by video conference later on today. A shocking scene from a carnival in Traverse City, Michigan, when a ride appeared to go out of control. Bystanders at the carnival that were sprung into action, making sure the ride didn't actually fall over. The pendulum attraction swaying back and forth with nearly a dozen riders on board. Bystanders on the ground tried to hold down the ride. A spokesperson for Arnold Amusements, owner of the ride, praising those who rushed to help. It just goes to show you what type of people live here in Traverse City, that they, uh, without even second thought, will go right over and do whatever they need to, you know, for one of their own. He says it's unclear what caused the malfunction, and the ride has since been dismantled. That report from ABC's Christine Sloan, the owner of the ride, says it's unclear what went wrong and said that the inspection will be continuing into that Incident. The latest suspect detained in Haiti amid the search for the masterminds and assassins in the killing of President Jovenel Moise is a Haitian in his 60s living in Florida who identifies himself as a doctor and has accused the leaders of his homeland of corruption. Police identified the man Sunday night as Christian Emmanuel Sanon and said Moise alleged killers were protecting him as the supposed president of Haiti. The head of Haiti's police accused 
accused Sanon of working with those who plotted and participated in Moi's killing, but gave no information on the purported masterminds. The police chief says Haitian authorities obtained information from interrogations and other parts of the investigation. WMBF First News Time 633. Broome County Emergency Services officials are reporting a lot of debris over roads, some partial washouts, and a bridge out as a result of heavy rain yesterday. The bridge at Beach Ridge Road in the town of Colesville was said to be washed out. Motors are urged to exercise caution when they head out, especially in areas that have a history of flooding, and officials said they expect the list of road damage to change as more people are able to assess the impact of the heavy rain from last night. Remember, never drive around barricades in roads. There's a reason they're there. As of early today, officials reported partial washouts and debris in the town of Colesville on Holcomb Road at Route 79, part of Harvard Road and in the area of 8 Paddleford Road. Route 7 at Bates Road was closed overnight. Biden Manor at Route 79, Porter Hollow near 89, and Route 79 at Babcock Road were also reported to be partially washed out, closed, or with debris in the road. In the town of Chenango, tree debris reported on Trafford Road, Upper Front Street, Fuller Road, Grant, and Atchison. Road. Tree and storm wash debris also a problem in the town of Dickinson on Jamison Road and at Bolin and Sears Roads. The state of emergency issued for the town of Dickinson was scheduled to be lifted at daybreak. State of emergency in Johnson City is still in effect due to flooding. Town of Shenango, we have gotten no update. Tioga and Shenango County Emergency Services officials said they were not aware of any storm-related damage in those counties this morning. New York State Electric and Gas was expecting power to be back on to the handful of residents in Shenango and Delaware County still without service this morning, but sudden sections were still under assessment, according to the NYSEG outage website. At one point in the morning, NYSEG was reported over 2,000 customers just in Broome County without power. All those were restored before 4 a.m. This latest power headache comes as members of the Civil Air Patrol were called in Friday to assist in the distribution of water, dry ice, and other supplies to residents who were recovering from the power interruptions from Wednesday night's severe thunderstorms. It's 635 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, let's start with baseball in the American League. The New York Yankees led 7 to 2 after a three-run homer by Gary Sanchez in the 8th inning and then this happened. The 1-1 and Altuve hits it in the air, pretty deep to left. Going back is LaCastro at the wall, looking up. See you later, Astros win it in the bottom of the ninth. Jose Altuve, the walk-off over. Eight to seven Astros. Blowing a five-run lead and uh, losing the game eight to seven. Houston coming back and uh, spoiling the Yankees' chance to sweep that series. Oakland, the White Sox, Toronto, and Minnesota, and the Angels, all winners two over in the National League. The Mets were doing good until they weren't. Ended up blowing a lead and a comeback win thanks to Wilford Defoe's tie-breaking single in the ninth inning. Pittsburgh's biggest comeback of the season. They rallied from that five-run deficit to beat the Mets 6-5. to five. What's up? Mets and the Yankees both up five runs, and they blow the game. Miami, Cincinnati, San Francisco, Colorado, the Dodgers all winners too. Rumble Ponies got rained out last night. They went four and five though in the 
uh, was supposed to be a six-game series, but looking good. They're heading to Altoona to take on the curve for a six-game road trip tomorrow night, first pitch, 6.30 p.m. They'll be back here at Morabito Stadium on July 20th for a six-game homestand against the Erie Seawolves. Well, Battle of the Brothers yesterday at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Kurt Busch, see you later, Kyle. A 24 laps left, won Sunday's NASCAR Cup Series to complete a sibling weekend down there in Atlanta. Kurt Busch raced to his first victory of the season, 33rd overall in the fourth of his career in Atlanta. He locked up a spot in the playoffs, possibly improved his chances of securing a new ride next season. Martin Truex Jr. finished third after starting at the backpack. And Alex Bowman was fourth, followed by Ryan Blaney. So there you go. An exciting finish. I wonder if the brothers got together for coffee afterwards or a beer. Roger Federer and Rafael Nadell now have company atop the list of men's career Grand Slam titles. Novik Djokovic has equaled their record of 20 Grand Slams by capturing the Wimbledon Championship. And that's about it. That's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 642. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. All right, well, we still have Cortland and Shenango counties under flash flood watches. And uh, Broome County Emergency Services, a lot of debris this morning. Village of Johnson City also under a state of emergency as they continue to uh, work on the road conditions in that area. And it's a lot of the outlying areas as well. Uh, if you uh, travel through areas that are prone to flooding, Coesville, town of Shenango, town of Dickinson, and plus I-81 between Exit 1 and Francis Street, alternating lane closures beginning today through Thursday for pavement repair, weather permitting. A lot of patching, ditching, Brush and tree cutting, striping on the roads all over the area, so you could see that, weather permitting again. And that's going to continue throughout the summer months as well. So wanted to uh, make sure you uh, were aware of that. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, again, Cortland and Shenango County's flash flood until noon. For today, cloudy, a chance of showers and thunderstorms, low 80s. For tonight, mostly cloudy, chance of showers and thunderstorms, lows in the upper 60s. For Tuesday, partly sunny. There is a chance of an afternoon shower or thunderstorm, and we could see some more gusty winds, heavy rain, and frequent lightning as well. Tomorrow's high in the mid-80s. So, yeah, we're getting a lot of I'm sure a lot of it has to do with the humidity as well, but uh, we've had some nasty storms coming through over the last week. So, uh, yeah, we're it's not over. And we'll keep you updated on that. Kathy will have more information for you coming up here following ABC News a little bit after 7 this morning. WNBF First News Time is 6. Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug and Kathy on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to that same old that you laughed about well the names have all changed since you hung around they haven't all changed we're still here your dreams were your ticket out kathy white welcome back do you have dreams when you're coming back from vacation that are about work i always have dreams about dead air <laughs> that's the worst i always have dreams that they've gone and changed stuff and yeah. haven't told me yeah and usually it's the studios 
mm-hmm. that have like have been moved and they didn't tell me, or yeah. there's new equipment that they haven't left instructions on how it works. Right. Well, last night it was the offices upstairs. What happened? Well, <laughs> in your dreams. Well, be, besides the fact that the boss lady does change the furniture quite frequently. Yeah. All the furniture was new. Oh, okay. There were there was it was a totally different layout. Um, the mailboxes were in a different area, and I had no idea where they were. You had to come in through the Court Street doors. You couldn't go through the employee entrance anymore, and it was a different system of getting in and getting down to the studios. And there were some different people in the sales offices, yeah. and some old people that hadn't been here in years were back. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of uh, some yeah. we weren't so happy to see. That <laughs> what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always dream that the station's off the air, and I'm desperately trying to get to to, to the studio to, to get it back on again, and I can't get there for some reason. I don't know. I always have you know pawing through trying to figure out what has been covered and what hasn't been covered because I'll find news releases that you know. Mm-hmm. Whether or not they had time for them or what. Well, generally speaking, and I don't want to give you a big head about this, but usually, you know, we're not as thorough as you are. (laughs) I can speak for myself, that's for sure. Um, Things seem to get done better and more efficiently when you're Um, here. Yeah, quit it. (laughs) It's true, though, you know. It's like I, I say all the time, you know, everybody needs a swift kick in the pants once in a while. That's just... uh, the way it is but did you have a good time did you enjoy your time off yeah it was okay you know yeah, it was okay yeah. we didn't ha- do quite as much stuff as we had kind of anticipated because we invited a bunch of people over and it was like mm-hmm. nobody responded of whether they were coming or not right and it did only only my mother-in-law showed up oh okay so my sister didn't come some other friends didn't come but we got some other friends that are coming later on but our next vacation or next yeah the start of our next vacation well i'm i'm glad that uh you escaped the damage somewhat uh, of yeah, the storms I mean, and uh but i'm still you know was, the, the thing was it's part of our listening area mm-hmm. so i still was sending pictures yeah when i was down there that time i had wnbf on i was listening yeah. to it in the driveway oh that yeah. reminds me i forgot to tell you what's that we almost called in Oh, on today? Saturday night, oh, okay. we were in, we had our last campfire of vacation going, mm-hmm. and we got we put on the WMBF mobile app on the phone. That comes in good, yeah, and oh, yeah. loud. Yeah, it's 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 really nice. The app is it's clear. So we were sitting there listening to Don Giovanni playing Sinatra uh-huh. at the campfire. We were this close to calling in. You should have. He would have loved to have you on the air. He's always putting people. Talk on the to air. him about being on the ninety sixth floor of the skyscraper yeah, yeah yeah and that the elevator wasn't working and Ooh, yeah i know i know what you mean what bell does he use is that my bell that he uses i don't know i'm not sure i i it might be i, I don't know pick up pick up <laughs> sure. well he's good at returning it to the right but he must have his own bell because my bell is always right in the same spot he so. probably does or else he has it on recording somewhere here i don't know if I'm, I'm sure he's got his on it. he's on there but i gotta talk to him because i gotta borrow something from him but well, yeah we any- almost called 
<laughs> well, anyway, welcome back. Thanks. And uh, Kathy, we'll have more information for you coming up on uh, flooding conditions in our area, debris and different roads and, and such. And we'll keep you I'll up see there. what other mayors I can wake up. <laughs> and the other mayors. She's going to go wake up the mayors. So we'll take care of that. And right now we're going to give you a consumer and tech update. Here's Kim Commando. On Friday, President Biden announced a 72-point plan to rein in the power of big tech. Kim Commando here with what's missing in the plan brought to you by LinkedIn. Every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn. Post a job for free and find qualified candidates at linkedin.com slash Kim. It's a sweeping executive order that targets anti-competitive practices, starting with deep government scrutiny on mergers of big tech companies. As big tech companies gobble up smaller competitors, they reduce competition and basic fairness. Ask any merchant trying to sell through Amazon how much they've been unfairly pushed around. Biden also wants to limit how your personal data is collected on the Internet. All of this seems like a nice start. But the president failed to target China, a country that's manufacturing fake brand name items, ripping off new product ideas and putting American companies out of business and outright stealing patents. What about China, Mr. President? Get more tech news 24-7 at commando.com. Data breaches are at an all-time high as hackers become more advanced in their cybersecurity attacks. An email poses the highest risk to identity theft and credit card fraud, among other life-altering scams. That's why I use Startmail. Startmail keeps my email private. Every email can be encrypted or protected with a password, too, which means hackers and big tech can't read, scan, analyze, or sell my personal information. And when you delete an email, it's gone forever. Another reason I trust using Startmail is because it's backed by the world's most robust privacy laws. In fact, Startmail uses their own servers, not Amazon's. If you need to provide an email to a company, but you want to protect your identity too, Startmail can generate a shareable alias email. They can be deleted anytime too. So start securing your email privacy with Startmail today, and you'll get 50% off your first year. Go to startmail.com slash Kim. That's Startmail with a T. Startmail.com slash Kim for 50% off your first year. Startmail.com slash Kim. With the news and information you can trust, this is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosher. And I forgot to mention, uh, I don't know of any boil water advisories in the area. We haven't received anything uh, to that uh, regard. So as far as we know, there is no boil water advisories anywhere. But if we hear of any, we will let you know. And I apologize to the listener who called in. I was supposed to let him know last break, and I, and I didn't. So uh, apologies to you. Uh, we'll keep you updated on that. Cortland and Shenango County is under a flood watch state of emergency in johnson city uh flooding in a lot of the areas so if you're traveling those areas this morning that are flood prone areas want to watch out for that we could see showers and thunderstorms today low 80s for our high we're at 65 degrees right now kathy white coming up with the latest she'll have more information for you following abc news in just a couple of minutes on this date in 1975 casey and the sunshine band made their debut as part of the disco era with their song get down tonight july 12th 1975 so we're gonna disco into abc news put on your boogie shoes and get down tonight WNBX News Radio 1290.
trusted source for news and information. This is News Radio 1290, WNBF Binghamton, and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It is 65 degrees with fog and mist around the area. Not a surprise with all that moisture. It's 7.04, winds are calm, but Cortland and Shenango counties still under that flash flood watch until noon today. For us, cloudy today, 60% chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms, and a high in the low 80s. Motorists could still encounter partial washouts, debris over roadways, maybe even still some standing water and some poor drainage areas from that heavy rain yesterday that prompted the flood watches, warnings, and even an emergency notification over mobile devices at 11 o'clock last night that warned people to shelter in place. While Shenango and Cortland counties remain under the flash flood watches this morning, the advisories were lifted for the rest of the region overnight. State of emergency is still in effect for Johnson City and for the town of Shenango. Tioga County Sheriff's officials have posted on their Facebook page an appeal for the public to help locate an aunt needs adult who has not been seen since July 5th. 66-year-old Sandra Ledford is described as a vulnerable adult who left her home in Candor sometime after the 6 p.m. on the 5th and has not been seen since. She was last seen driving a gray 2008 Jeep Commander with New York State license plate GWU3950. She is white, heavyset with dark, straight, shoulder-length hair, and wears glasses. The Facebook information did not indicate what special needs the woman has and if she required medication. The woman has no family in the area and left her home without a cell phone. Anyone who sees Ledford is asked to call 911. Binghamton police are investigating the death of a man who was hit by a tractor trailer on Interstate 81 last week. Witnesses reported seeing a man get out of a car and apparently jump in front of a northbound truck at about 10 minutes past 5 on Thursday evening in the Hospital Hill at section of 81. City police say the man was a Pennsylvania resident. His name and hometown have not been released. Detectives are still awaiting the results of an autopsy. Investigators say there was nothing to indicate the death was a result of any criminal activity. Anyone with information is asked to contact Binghamton Police Detectives at 772-7080. One person is dead and four people hurt when a speedboat flipped over on Seneca Lake on Saturday. Yates County Sheriff Ron Pike Ron Spike, rather, said the boat was traveling on Seneca Lake at, quote, a high rate of speed when it made an abrupt turn. It capsized at about 5.20 p.m. on Saturday. All six people aboard the boat, described as a 45-foot high-performance speedboat, were thrown into the water. The incident happened near Himrod, about 25 miles northwest of Ithaca. Police say 65-year-old passenger Cynthia Stuck of Waterloo was pronounced dead at the scene. WMBF First News Time 707. The Broome County Legislature is back to meeting face-to-face for the first time in over a year. With the expiration of the New York State-ordered COVID-19 restrictions on open meetings, local lawmakers will resume in-person regular sessions, committee meetings, and public hearings effective immediately. 
Residents can still observe sessions via Zoom video conference. Committee meetings will be held in the legislative offices, and the monthly sessions of the full legislature take place in the legislative chamber on the sixth floor of the Broome County Office Building on Holly Street in downtown Binghamton. We do have a link later on today that will set up to give you the Zoom login and the dial-in information as well. Congresswoman Claudia Tenney is talking water infrastructure during a roundtable meeting this week in the Southern Tier. The Utica Republican plans to host the session in Cortland County and Marathon tomorrow to focus on funding water system repairs and upgrades. Tenney says she also plans to make an announcement concerning the Village of Marathon's request for $600,000 in funding for a water project. The funding is being included in the newly reinstated legislative earmarks that were sidelined for years over concerns about ethics. The so-called pork barrels were recently returned with new legislative controls, and this is the first year that Congress members are being allowed to request funding for specific projects. Tomorrow's roundtable takes place at 12.45 p.m. at the Marathon Village Hall. The Conklin Fair is planning to mark a milestone opening for its 50th year this week. There'll be ride specials, fireworks, works, live music, and other attractions Thursday through Saturday at the main community center and fairgrounds. The gates open Thursday and Friday at 5 p.m. and Saturday at 11 a.m. The fair closes at 10 p.m. each night. The fireworks close the fair at 10 on Saturday night. Parking is free and many of the food tents are operated by local charities and nonprofit organizations. The official website, ConklinFair.com, says the fairgrounds will be open regardless of the weather, but rides may have to shut down due to inclement conditions. It's 709, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF. Greater Binghamton Air Show is returning to the Binghamton area this coming weekend, Saturday and Sunday, July 17th and 18th, from noon till 4 at the Greater Binghamton Airport. Come and enjoy with your family. For more information, get in touch by going online to BinghamtonAirShow.com, BinghamtonAirShow.com. This is Bill Flynn. Join us for our live coverage on WMBF on Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. Sponsored by Overhead Door Company of Binghamton, Broomsteam Carpet Cleaning, Lopke Rock Products, and ZMK Construction. Coming up this weekend, the Greater Binghamton Air Show at the Binghamton... Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Start with the NBA Finals Game 3 in Milwaukee yesterday. Holiday was 7.55 to play. You keep looking at that clock. Giannis, mid-post, far side. Crowder there. Giannis goes to work, blows it by him. To the rim for a two-hand hammer. 108-84, 39 for Giannis. And the Milwaukee Bucks, who uh, gave up an absurd number of three-pointers in the first two games of that series, seemed to figure it out anyway. The Bucks held the Suns 9 for 31 shooting beyond the arc, 120-100 to win over Phoenix in game number three. Devin Booker. They stifled him. Stifle yourself there, Devin. Nine for 31 shooting from beyond the arc after the game. Suns coach, Monty Williams. Their aggression, their defense, they keyed on him. He missed some shots. So that that's going to happen. He's been in this situation before, as you guys alluded to. Um, when you get to the finals, it means you've been in a number of situations. So this is nothing new to us anymore. He'll bounce back. Series stays in Milwaukee for game four. On Wednesday, let's switch to baseball. Huh. The Yankees doing well until, yeah, until Jose Altuve belted a three-run homer to cap a startling six-run rally in the bottom of the ninth. Yanks were leading seven to two. They ended up losing eight to seven in that game. 
other winners, Minnesota, the Angels, Oakland, White Sox, and Toronto over in the National League. Pretty much the same thing for the Mets. Wilford Defoe, tie-breaking single in the ninth inning, capped Pittsburgh's biggest comeback of the season. Pirates rallied from an early five-run deficit to beat the Mets 6-5. to The National League East-leading Mets jumped out to a 5-0 lead and then blew the game. Miami, Cincinnati, San Francisco, Colorado, Dodgers winners. Ponies did well, though they were rained out in their sixth game of that series uh, here at Morabito Stadium yesterday. They went four for five, and they're starting a six-game road series now tomorrow night in Altoona to take on the curve, 6.30 first pitch. They'll be back home on July 20th for six games here in Binghamton against the Erie Seawolves. Kurt Busch passing brother Kyle with 24 laps left. And won Sunday's NASCAR Cup Series race to complete a sibling weekend sweep at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Kurt Busch raced to his first victory of the season, 33rd overall in the fourth of his career in Atlanta. He locked up a spot in the playoffs and possibly improved his chances of securing a new ride next season. Kyle Busch reclaimed the lead with 47 laps remaining, but couldn't hold on, couldn't hold off his older brother on lap 236. See you later, Kyle. Uh, Martin Truax Jr. finished third after starting at the back of the pack. Alex Bowman was fourth, followed by Ryan Blaney. And that, my friends, is a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 714. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, we have several flood warnings. Cortland and Shenango County under flash flood until noon. Village of Johnson City. Under a state of emergency right now, as well as the town of Shenango, and we'll keep you updated on that. Heavy rains causing uh, the bridge at Beach Ridge Road in the town of Coesville. They said to be washed out. Motorists are urged to exercise caution, especially in areas that have a history of flooding. We also have some road work that will begin today, weather permitting. Patching on Conklin Forks and Murphy Road, ditching on Old Route 17. Storm cleanup along the county roadways and highways, and also striping and other mowing and bush cutting throughout the area. I-81 between Exit 1 and Francis Street will have alternating lane closures beginning today through Thursday, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. for pavement repair. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast. Cloudy today, chance of showers and thunderstorms, highs in the low 80s. Mostly cloudy tonight, chance of showers and thunderstorms, low in the upper 60s. And for Tuesday, partly sunny, chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Some of those storms could produce gusty winds, heavy rain, and frequent lightning. Highs in the mid-80s, and today we're well, we're at 65 to start things off with here. And we'll keep you updated on what's going on. WNBF First News Time, 7.15. More stuff coming up. Thanks for hanging with us. First News Time. This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosher.
happy 73rd birthday to Walter Egan, the artist on that song, Magnet and Steel. Hey, a little music uh, in the morning is nice, isn't it? I always like to put a little bit. I'm a music guy, as you know. I, I know I don't like to beat a dead horse here, but, uh, you know, all the years that I've been behind the microphone pretty much have been predominantly music, uh, a music format. So I've always had the music to kind of play into the show. It was a big part of it. And since I'm a music guy, and, and uh, we've had many talks uh, when I fill in for Bob, especially when people will call in and talk about music and come to uh, speak of it, I will be in for Bob today. So Bob is off today, so I'll be in until noon. Yeah, it's a, it's a, gonna be fun. It's look, I'm looking forward to it. It's that time of year when people are, uh, you know, taking their vacation and much deserved. And, uh, and Bob's just taking a day today, but, uh, uh, you know, much, much deserved and much needed. I think we all need to unwind a little bit and reboot somewhat. So hopefully if you're in the working field as well, uh, and you're not retired, you, uh, are getting a little time off and enjoying time too. So, Something that really burns my buttons. One of the things that are disappearing, and folks, I don't usually go on any kind of rants. You know that. I always like to keep the show upbeat and positive. But one of the things that we're losing in this country, and maybe it has something to do with the lack of workers now uh, with the pandemic going on, but we're losing customer service. We're losing that rapport that we've always had. Now, with that said, there are people that will take advantage and, you know, demand a little bit more than they really should. But there are other people that really just would like common courtesy. And I've experienced three or four different things of really extreme rudeness from from people that I'm working with and paying money to, you know. And with that said, there, there's a, an awful lot of businesses out there that I do business with on a daily basis uh, that are wonderful, like J&R Upholstery, a uh, wonderful group of people. You know, Miller Auto Team again, and I could, the list could go on and on with people like that that just do a wonderful job, and they're very much into satisfying their customers too. But uh, when my 89-year-old dad has to unhook his own equipment and take it back and get another one and bring it back because they don't want to come out and hook it up for him, I don't know. And I'm not pointing fingers at anybody. I just think that that's really, that's really, it's a crappy thing to do. You know, that's all I got to say about that. You know, but we'll get it done. Uh, customer service, though, something that uh, we're not seeing much of these days anymore, you know. Whatever happened to that when the customer was always right? You know, I'm uh, we're in the customer service business here, and I try very hard to please you as listeners. I try very hard to, uh, you know, not to offend anybody and to be, you know, upbeat and, and informative in the morning because that's my job. So, you know, when I see stuff like that, it really bothers me customer service uh, there like i said there's still a lot of businesses out there that i and that's why i keep coming going back to those businesses because i know that they care about my business and they care about me as an individual so customer service though something that's just not i don't know if we're losing it or what or maybe it's the pandemic let's check in with wall street stock traders closed out last week with a strong rally each of the major indexes finishing at least one percent higher on friday the Dow Jones added nearly 450 points, ending the week at 34,870. The S&P 500 picked up 48 points. The Nasdaq Composite rose 142. Expectations are high headed into earnings season. Investors will get results this week from J.P. Morgan Chase, PepsiCo, Delta Airlines, and some other major players. Small businesses feeling the squeeze of the shipping crunch. Big retailers like Amazon and Walmart are rushing to restock, leaving smaller ones fighting over limited spots on cargo ships. The average price to ship a container from Asia has doubled since the start of this year. 
One sign of a post-pandemic recovery can be seen at the movie theater box office. Marvel's Black Widow took in $80 million domestically over the weekend. That's the most of any film since COVID came ashore. Jim Ryan. ABC News. Thank you, Jim. WNBF First News Time is 724. We'll get another look at your two-day forecast coming up. Kathy, standing by also with local headlines in just a couple. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, as we mentioned, motorists could still encounter partial washouts and debris over roadways from heavy rain yesterday and, of course, uh, the storms that didn't help things on Wednesday and Thursday morning as well. Shenango and Cortland County remain under flash flood watches this morning. Advisories lifted for some of the other regions. Uh, state of emergency still in Johnson City and the town of Shenango, and uh, they, we expect those to be lifted, and we'll let you know when. But uh, NYSEG expected uh, to have power back to residents in Shenango and Delaware County. We're expecting to get it back sooner, but many people affected by uh, the storms of Wednesday and Thursday. And, of course, then the rains came. It didn't help things as well. I-81 between Exit 1 and Francis Street, alternating lane closures today through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. Lots of patching, ditching, storm cleanups, milling, paving going on around our county roads as well. Uh, some of the other areas affected by the storm where there could be some uh, flooding. Uh, the Beach Bridge Road supposedly uh, bridges out in Colesville and some of the other areas. Town of Shenango as well, some tree debris and uh Tree and wash debris as well on some of those uh, outlying areas and side roads, too. So kind of watch for that as you uh, travel this morning or wherever you're going. Play it safe. Be careful. If you're not sure and you have another alternate route you can get through, uh, you might want to take that one. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast cloudy today with a chance of showers and thunderstorms. Highs will be in the low 80s uh, for tonight. Chance of showers and thunderstorms low in the upper 60s, and then tomorrow partly sunny, but we still have a chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms, and they could produce gusty wind, heavy rain, and frequent lightning. Mid-80s for the high on tomorrow. At 729 right now at WNBF First News Binghamton, Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. We welcome you to a brand new week. Boy, we're right in the middle, just about a July almost. Boy, the summer's going fast, isn't it? Yeah, I know. It seems like it was just May. All of a sudden now we're heading towards, uh, well, August very, very soon. And I uh, hope you're having a good day and hope you're having uh, an opportunity or getting an opportunity to get out and enjoy some of the vacation that you much deserve throughout the, the uh, year if you're uh, in the workforce. I know I'm looking forward to, uh, to doing a few things as well. Um, Kathy just got back. Bob is off today, so we'll be playing the musical chairs, and I'll be with you till noon. So uh, what do you want to talk about today after 9 o'clock? I'm, I'm, I'm game for it. Whatever is on your mind, we'll be taking your phone calls a little bit after 9 this morning as I sub for Bob, WNBS Binghamton now. So uh, stand by. We'll get sports coming up in just a couple of minutes. This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. We've got some fog and mist, 65 degrees at 7.30. The forecast for today, there's going to be a chance of some showers and thunderstorms moving back into the region probably this afternoon, a 60% chance, high in the low 80s. Shenango and Cortland counties remain under a flash flood watch for today. And the amount of rain we could pick up this afternoon could be an inch or less. 
But once again, even just a small amount of rain could be enough to cause some more additional problems with area roadways and flooding. Firefighters working in searing heat have been struggling to contain the largest wildfire in California this year, while state power operators urge people on the West Coast to conserve energy. That's after a huge wildfire in neighboring Oregon disrupted the flow of electricity from three major transmission lines. European markets have opened lower after Asian stocks advanced, tracking fresh highs on Wall Street. Investors are looking ahead to U.S. corporate earnings reports. London and Frankfurt declined while Shanghai, Tokyo, and Hong Kong advanced. Wall Street futures were lower after the benchmark S&P 500 index ended up 0.4% for the week. Investors appeared to shrug off concerns about the spread of the Delta variant of the coronavirus. Major U.S. banks are due to report earnings this week as companies start reporting their quarterly results. Former President Donald Trump back among friends on Sunday, speaking at the Conservative Political Action Conference in Dallas. Far from shying away from his impeachments, Donald Trump wore them as a badge of honor at CPAC. I got impeached twice. I didn't change. I became worse. In a straw poll taken at the conference, 70% said they would support another Trump run at the White House. CPAC attendee Aaron Rocha. If it's President Trump that's going to make the difference with us, or if it's somebody else like Ron DeSantis, we are going to be here to support them. So far, Trump has only hinted that he might run in 2024. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. WMBF First News Time, 732. New York State Electric and Gas was expecting power to be back on to just a handful now of residents in Broome, Shenango, and Delaware counties this morning. Some sections still under assessment, according to NYSEG Outage website. We have like one customer in the town of Union in Broome County without power. Just a, once again, a very widespread smattering of power outages. At 1 o'clock this morning, though, NYSEG was reporting over 2,000 customers in Broome County that didn't have power. All those were back on by 4 o'clock. This latest power headache comes as members of the Civil Air Patrol were even called in on Friday to assist in the distribution of water, dry ice, and other supplies to residents that were recovering from the power interruptions from Wednesday night's severe thunderstorms. Broome County Emergency Services officials are reporting a lot of debris over roads, some partial washouts, and a bridge out as a result of the heavy rain yesterday. The bridge at Beach Ridge Road in the town of Colesville was said to be washed out. Motorists are urged to exercise caution as they head out, especially in areas that have a history of flooding. And officials said they expect the list of road damage may change as more people are able to assess the impact of that heavy rain. As of early today, officials reported partial washouts and debris in the town of Colesville on Holcomb Road at Route 79, part of Harvard Road, and in the area of 8 Paddleford Road. Route 7 at Bates Road was closed overnight. Biden Manor at Route 79, Porter Hollow near 89, and Route 79 at Babcock Road were also reported to be partially washed out, closed, or with debris in the road. In the town of Shenango, tree debris was reported on Traffer Road, Upper Front Street, Fuller Road, Grant, and Etchkins Road. Three Tree and storm wash debris, also a problem in the town of Dickinson on Jamison Road and at Bolin and Sears Roads. The state of emergency issued for the town of Dickinson expired at daylight. States of emergency also issued due to flooding in the town of Shenango and village of Johnson City. Tioga and Shenango County Emergency Services officials said they were not aware of any storm-related road problems this morning. 
A number of road projects are planned for this week, weather permitting. The New York State Department of Transportation says there will be alternating lane closures on Interstate 81, both north and southbound, between Exit 1 and Francis Street in the town of Kirkwood from 7 a.m. till 5 p.m. daily through Thursday to allow for pavement repair. Broome County is continuing its storm cleanup, brush cutting, and guide rail repairs through the county roadway system. In addition, patching is planned on Conklin Forks and Murphy Roads, ditching on Old Route 17, milling and paving on Smith Hill and Lewis Road. Roads. Mowing and painting of stripes on county and town roads will be going on as weather permits throughout the week. And as vaccination rates in New York State slowly rise, the Empire State is also recording an uptick in COVID-19 cases. The Sunday update on Governor Andrew Cuomo's news site shows 666 new positive cases, bringing the state's seven-day rolling average to 0.84%. That's compared to 0.73% on Friday. The state's data released on Saturday reported about 525 people each day tested positive for COVID-19 in New York for the seven days through Friday. That's up from three. 369 people, a 42% increase for the prior week. The State Department of Health says the higher percentage of cases are linked to the more contagious Delta variant and is urging more people to get vaccinated. Much of the increase was downstate in New York City. It's 736 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. Kathy, did you hear anything about a boil water advisory anywhere? No, I heard you talking about that and, and I, I checked municipal websites and I haven't seen anybody that had any issues with water main breaks. Yeah, somebody had called and asked, and that's a good good question, especially this time, you know, with all the flooding we've had and everything, but I didn't see anything either. No, I haven't heard anything about municipal water systems being compromised at all. Do you know any water department people you can wake up? <laughs> Kidding. Right. We'll find out for you, folks. If, if something I'll double does. check with emergency services because they usually have, you know, the general information. But, yeah. you know, I checked, like, the Endicott website, and Mayor Demi didn't say anything about it. So Yeah, normally we are locked in on that, folks. That's yeah, because usually we get separate releases from the water departments about yeah. that. So it looks good right now. You're safe, and we'll, we'll keep you updated. WNBF First News Time 737. We'll check. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, the Milwaukee Bucks gave up an absurd number of three pointers while dropping the first two games of the NBA Finals. However, they seemed to figure things out yesterday. The Bucks held the Suns 9 for 31 shooting from beyond the arc, or maybe they just had a, a, a bad outing. Quite possible as well. Uh, but any in either event, Milwaukee Bucks. Taking game three over the Phoenix Suns, 120-100. to Devin Booker only shot three for 14, one for seven behind the arc. Game number four in Milwaukee on Wednesday night. Trying to even up the score here. Well, the New York Yankees were leading by five runs, seven to two, after that three-run homer by Gary Sanchez in the eighth inning. Yankee fans, cover your ears. This happened. The 1-1. And Altuve hits it in the air, pretty deep to left. Going back is LaCastro at the wall, looking up. Astros win it in the bottom of the ninth. Jose Altuve, the walk-off over. Eight to seven, Astros. And the Yankees lose. The Astros spoil the Yankees' chance to sweep the series with an eight-seven come from behind win. In the American League, Toronto, the White Sox, Oakland, Minnesota, the Angels, all winners. Over in the National League, deja vu for the Mets. They were up 5-0. What happened? 
Wilmer Defoe's tie-breaking single in the ninth inning capped Pittsburgh's biggest comeback of the season, and the Pirates rallied from an early five-run deficit to beat the Mets 6-5 to yesterday. Miami, Cincinnati, San Francisco, Colorado, and the Dodgers winners. Binghamton Rumble Ponies rained out last night in their sixth and final game of that home series, so they went four for five in the series against the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. They're on the road. They'll start tomorrow night a six-game series in Altoona to take on the curve. First pitch, 6.30, then they're back home on the 20th of July for a six-game homestand against the Erie Seawolves. Kurt Busch passing brother Kyle with 24 laps left in one Sunday's NASCAR Cup Series race to complete a sibling weekend sweep at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Kurt Busch raced to his first victory of the season, 33rd overall, fourth of his career in Atlanta. He locked up a spot in the playoffs and possibly improved his chances of securing a new ride. Next season, Kurt Busch reclaimed the lead with 47 laps remaining but couldn't hold on. Uh, to hold off his older brother on lap 236. Martin Truax Jr. finished third, Alex Bowman fourth, and Ryan Blaney in the number five spot. How about that? The brothers, I wonder if they got together afterwards. Then uh, on uh, Saturday night, Connor McGregor and Poirier went at it. Poirier won. Uh, uh, Actually, what happened was McGregor broke his ankle in the waning seconds of the first round. And, uh, yeah, it didn't look too good for him, though. He was getting kind of pummeled anyway, but... He was up on his feet and ready to go at him again. Snapped his ankle, and boy, he wasn't happy. Not at all. So anyway, Poirier wins the fight. That's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 742. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, the, the floods are coming. Had lots of rain over the last couple of days. Of course, the storms didn't help things on uh, Wednesday and Thursday as well. But there are some areas uh, under a flood, flash flood watch, including Cortland and Shenango counties. State of emergency for town of Shenango and the village of Johnson City as they are trying to work towards uh, getting things picked up and flooding still going on in some areas. Some people still without power as well. But bridges washed out. Apparently, the Beach Ridge Bro- Road in the town of Coesville, Holcomb Road, Route 79, Harper Road, many other back roads, town of Shenango. Also, some construction project, Interstate 81 between Exit 1 and Francis Street, alternating lane closures today through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily. And lots of patching, ditching, milling, striping, and things going on around the county roads, weather permitting. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, cloudy today, chance of showers and thunderstorms, highs in the low 80s. Mostly cloudy tonight, chance of showers and thunderstorms, low in the upper 60s. And for Tuesday, partly sunny. There is a chance of some afternoon showers and thunderstorms, and it looks like they could produce some gusty winds, heavy rain, and some lightning, too. Highs in the mid-80s. So right now we're at 65 degrees. It's WNBF's First News. Binghamton, Doug Mosier, along with Kathy White. Good morning. It's 740. Time to check in with the Miller Auto Team on News Radio 1290 WNBF. All right. Joining me, sales manager Bill Calkin is with us. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Doug. How you doing Good. Monday morning? I'm glad to see that the Miller Auto team didn't get blown away in that storm last week. No, we didn't, and we uh, we hope everybody that was uh, affected by it is getting cleaned up and getting back to normal. Quite a quite a thing. Absolutely, and you guys are starting to get back to normal a little bit. Talk about the Miller Auto team and what's on the lot. Yeah, we are. We have uh, we have some new Hondas and new Hyundai's that have hit last week. We have uh, 
We have some Palisades that are available for sale. We have some Santa Fe's, some Kona's. Uh, we have some Honda CRVs. We have some Pilots. Uh, you know, we have cars coming. Little by little, they're coming. Our used car inventory is doing great, so we're selling used cars like hotcakes. And uh, I do want to let people know, if you're looking for a specific new car, you know, say a Honda Pilot SE uh, in white, we do have cars allocated. You can pre-buy those cars. You can come down, uh, work your deal. We can you can uh, leave us a deposit on the vehicle when the vehicle comes in it's yours, so you don't have to worry about it coming in, somebody buying it out from Monday, you know. So uh, we've been doing a lot of that. We have a lot of pre-sold cars coming. So don't hesitate to ask about what our inventory is uh, in allocation that's coming in, and we'd be glad to help you out that way. So whatever you're looking for, Doug, uh, we're selling them. We're in, uh, we're in great shape, and we're looking forward to a good, good month of July. You would have got a kick out of this a couple of weeks ago. Roger and I met for uh, for breakfast at our Country Hearts, and we were both we both pulled in the parking lot. Me with my Santa Fe, his with him, him with his Honda CRV, and we we were like admiring each other's vehicles and talking about how much we love them. And I was thinking of you guys. I said, "Well, the Miller Auto team right there. You have um, uh, your hours are pretty much the same summer hours. Standard hours. Uh, yeah, we're there Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday till eight, and Wednesday and Friday till six, and all day Saturday till uh, five o'clock. So. Come on down, take a look at what we have in inventory. We've got a great selection of certified Hondas and certified Hyundais. We've got a great selection of uh, low-priced cars for people that are looking for maybe a car for a son or daughter that's going to be heading off to school in the fall or attending BCC or Binghamton University and is going to need transportation. We always have a great selection of cars in stock for that. So whatever you're looking for, Doug, we'd be glad to help you out. Yeah, the Miller Auto Team, locally owned and operated for decades, folks. And uh, you can stop down and see them. Bill, thank you so much. We'll look forward to talking with you again next Monday. Thanks. You You too, Doug. Have a great week. All right. Bye now. Bye-bye. Bill Calkin from the Miller Auto Team. Make you a great deal. If you're looking for a vehicle, swing down and see what's on the lot. Test drive a few vehicles if you like. And tell them that Doug Mosier from WNBF News Radio 1290 sent you. All right. We're going to check fun facts. That's Rob Joseph. Weekday mornings, 9 till noon for Binghamton Now. Interesting guests around the community, along with your comments and opinions on News Radio 1290. Time to test your knowledge of facts and fiction with a little help from America's most cantankerous judge. It's WNBF's... That's the truth. Or... That's baloney. Yes, indeed. We'll find out how much you know. Are you thick or what? Well, I might be, but our listening audience is not. Just answer my question, wise guy. I have to give the question first, and we'll do that right now. Fun facts. See how much you know about these. Fun fact number one in Finland... In Finland, the amount you are fined for a speeding ticket is based on your annual income. What? In Finland, the amount you are fined for a speeding ticket is based on your annual income. That's the truth. Wow, I wouldn't have believed that. Fines as high as 112,000 euros have been assessed for speeding with a multi-million euro income. All right, Mr. Gates, pull over. We're going to fine you two and a half million dollars. What do you think, huh? That's baloney. Probably not two and a half million. Fun fact number two. Johnny Cash's song, A Boy Named Sue, was actually inspired by a South Dakota judge. Johnny Cash's song, A Boy Named Sue, was actually inspired by a South Dakota judge. What do you think? That's the truth. Yeah, actually, it was the truth. S.K. Kerr, Sue Kerr Hicks, a South Dakota judge. In fact, Johnny Cash, on this very day, sent him 
uh, autograph pictures and records and different things, recognizing him as the inspiration behind a boy named Sue. Sue Kerr Hicks. Probably was an Indian, I would think. I'm not sure. South Dakota judge. Seems to me he probably was. All right. Fun fact number three. Iowa is the geographic center of North America. Iowa is the geographic center of North America. What do you think? That's baloney. Now, North Dakota is the geographic center of North America. Uh, More appropriately, it was rugby North Dakota, though this designation has no official status. In 2017, a new calculation, the geographic center of North America, puts it near the town of Center, North Dakota. Makes sense, Center, North Dakota. All right. Fun fact number four. If you have a bukula, B-U-C-C-U-L-A, if you have a bukula, you have a webbed finger. If you have a bukula, B-U-C-C-U-L-A, you have a webbed finger. That's baloney. No, if you have a bukula, you have a double chin. That's what they call that, apparently. I don't know if it's bukula or buchula. I did the pronunciation. It sounded like he said bukula. Double chin, B-U-C-C-U-L-A. Finally, fun fact... Number five, during the American Civil War, Tiffany's supplied the Union Army with swords and surgical instruments. During the American Civil War, Tiffany's supplied the Union Army with swords and surgical instruments. That's the truth. I didn't know they went back that far, but apparently they did. Hmm. I really didn't think that they had Tiffany's back during the Civil War, did you? I'd... Who cares? I'm going to have to look that up and see. All right, well, coming up in the next hour, Kathy will uh, give us the rundown of what's going on around the area, some of the counties and uh, villages and towns under flood watches, state of emergency in some areas. Uh, lots of rain over the last couple of days, and it came down you know, in certain areas in buckets and other areas not so much. But the storm, of course, last Wednesday and then Thursday caused a lot of tree damage to the area and downed a lot of power lines. I know NYSEG was very busy, and their uh, uh, crews that they subcontract to uh, to do work as well, we, we had a tree cut down, and we appreciate them coming up and taking care of that as it was on two service wires. And so it's very dangerous if those wires break and land down on your ground. Of course, uh, the the ground being wet as well. Uh, not very good. So we appreciate that. I know the, the road crews, the towns uh, have all been very, very busy trying to take care of uh, as much as they can and get power restored and get these uh, get debris removed from the trees, uh, from the trees and stuff that have fallen down. So uh, we appreciate that. And um, thank you for all of the efforts that you put in. Let's get a quick entertainment update. <laughs> Entertainment News. I'm done running. 80 million bucks. That's how much money Marvel's Black Widow made in its weekend bow. A pandemic record opening that easily knocks F9 out of first place. The Scarlett Johansson action flick, which was initially scheduled to open in May of last year, earned another 78 million internationally and 60 million on Disney Plus Premier Access. That makes for a total weekend take of $218 million. Marvel Studios is owned by Disney, parent company of ABC News. Over the others earlier. 
Thanks in very large part to Black Widow's record-breaking bow. Total domestic box office ticket sales this weekend busted the $100 million mark for the first time since the pandemic began. All right, and uh, we'll check in with Kathy White coming up in just a couple of minutes. We'll get sports on the other side in our final hour of first news this morning right here at WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. 65 degrees on our way to temperatures in the low 80s today. Time for ABC News. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It is 65 degrees, still some fog in Binghamton. The flood watches, the flash flood watches that had remained for Cortland and Shenango County have now been lifted. The forecast for today... Looking at a slight chance of showers by through the midday, then a 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. Some storms could produce gusty wind and heavy rain, cloudy today and a high in the low 80s. Tioga County Sheriff's officials have posted on their Facebook page an appeal for the public to help in locating an at-needs adult who has not been seen since a week ago. 66-year-old Sandra Ledford is described as a vulnerable adult who left her home in Cander sometime after 6 p.m. and has not been seen since. She was last seen driving a gray 2008 Jeep Commander with New York license plates. She is white of average build with dark straight shoulder length hair and she wears glasses. We have a photo of her provided by the Tioga County Sheriff's uh, Facebook page. The Facebook information did not indicate what special needs the woman has and if she required medication. The woman has no family in the area and left her home without a cell phone. Anyone who sees Ledford is asked to call 911. Binghamton police are investigating still the death of a man who was hit by a tractor trailer on Interstate 81 last week. Authorities say the incident happened shortly after 5 p.m. on Thursday in the Hospital Hill area of the highway. Witnesses reported seeing a man get out of a car and apparently jump in front of the northbound truck. City police say the man was a Pennsylvania resident. His name and hometown have not yet been released. Detectives were waiting for results of an autopsy. An investigator says there was nothing to indicate that there was any criminal activity. Anyone with information can contact Binghamton Police Detectives at 607-772-7080. One person is dead and four people injured Saturday in the Finger Lakes area when a speedboat flipped over on Seneca Lake. Yates County Sheriff Ron Spike says the boat was traveling on Seneca Lake, quote, at a fast speed when it made an abrupt turn. It capsized about 520. All six people aboard the boat, described as a 45-foot high-performance speedboat, were thrown into the water. The incident happened near Himrod, about 25 miles northwest of Ithaca. Police say 65-year-old passenger Cynthia Stuck of Waterloo was pronounced dead at the scene. WMBF First News Time, 8.06. Current prosecutors in northeast Pennsylvania say residents of Bradford County have been freed from a bad district attorney. Former Bradford County prosecutor Chad Salzman, who pleaded guilty to pressuring clients for sex when he was a defense attorney, is headed to prison for at least 18 months. A judge in Bradford County imposed the sentence of 18 months to five years Friday for the former district attorney. Salzman had emphatically denied the allegations before pleading guilty in May to witness intimidation, promoting prostitution, and obstruction of justice. The 44-year-old Wylusing resident was charged in February with sexually assaulting women who were his clients in criminal and 
child custody cases. Sexual assault charges and other counts were dropped as part of the guilty plea agreement. WMBF First News Time 807. New York State Attorney General Letitia James says a two-year investigation into two drug rings that distributed cocaine around central New York has led to charges against 78 people, including a resident from Cortland. James says defendants face charges that include operating as a major trafficker and criminal sale and criminal possession of a controlled substance. Authorities also seized 32 kilograms of cocaine, 117 grams of heroin mixed with fentanyl, more than $490,000 and 15 firearms. James says one of the rings sold drugs in the central New York counties of Onondaga, Madison, Oswego, and the second operated in Onondaga, Oswego, Oneida, Cortland, and Westchester counties as well as New York City. The Broome County Legislature is back to meeting face-to-face for the first time in over a year. With the expiration of the New York State-ordered COVID-19 restrictions on open meetings, local lawmakers will resume in-person regular sessions, committee meetings, and the public hearings are going to be in-person effective immediately. Residents can still observe sessions via Zoom video conference. We do have a link to that at our website. Committee meetings will be held in the legislative offices, and the monthly session of the full legislature takes place in the legislative chamber on the sixth floor of the Broome County Office Building on Holly Street in downtown Binghamton. It's 8.09, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. The Greater Binghamton Air Show is returning to the Binghamton area this coming weekend, Saturday and Sunday, July 17th and 18th, from noon to 4 at the Greater Binghamton Airport. Come and enjoy with your family. For more information, get in touch by going online to BinghamtonAirShow.com, BinghamtonAirShow.com. This is Bill Flynn. Join us for our live coverage on WMBF on Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. Sponsored by Overhead Door Company of Binghamton, Steam Carpet Cleaning, Lopke Rock Products, and ZMK Construction. Coming up this weekend, the Greater Binghamton Air Show at the Binghamton Airport. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290 WNBF. What a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show. I grew up a fan of conservative talk radio, so it's really hard to believe I'm here announcing the launch of my own show. We've done some great work in conjunction with a loyal audience in the digital podcast space with the Dan Bongino Gino Show podcast and on social media and some of my work in the, at being a tech entrepreneur as well. But having my own show on terrestrial radio stations across the country is just an unimaginable honor for me. I grew up on a healthy diet of Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, Mark Levin, and Sean Hannity. Combine that with my experiences in the Secret Service as a Secret Service agent and with the NYPD, and I think you're going to have a really incredible show you'll be proud of. Thank you all. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And again, this is a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show on stations across the country. Thank you very much for your time. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Game three of the NBA Finals in Milwaukee against the Suns. Middleton, left wing on Abdul Nader, three pointer. 
Tony, you know it's your night. Touched every partner around. The foul for a three, 113.90. And the Bucks held off the Suns, actually, in game number three, uh, thanks to holding them 9 for 31 shooting behind the arc at the 120-100 win over the Phoenix Suns yesterday. Some of the big stars of the game, of course, include Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, who had 41 points, and Drew Holiday finished with 21, Giannis after the game. He's a great player. Uh, we need him to keep playing like this. Uh, we trust him. He's, he's our leader. He's our point guard. He's one of our scorers. He's one of our defenders. He's a great basketball player. And uh, he's going to keep figuring out ways to be successful. Chris Middleton also had 18 points after both experienced shooting woes in Game 2 on Thursday. Game 4, Wednesday night in Milwaukee. Suns up two games to one. Jose Altuve hit a three-run homer to cap a startling six-run rally in the bottom of the ninth inning, setting off a frenzied celebration and lifting the Houston Astros over the New York Yankees 8-7. to seven. Astros had been shut out by the Yankees in the previous two games, but won the third game of the series, uh, not allowing the Yankees to sweep that series. Toronto, the White Sox, Oakland, Minnesota, and the Angels all winners over in the National League. Deja vu for the Mets. Wilbur Defoe's tie-breaking single in the ninth inning. Cap Pitt Pittsburgh's biggest comeback of the season. Pirates rallied from an early five-run deficit to beat the Yankees 6-5. The National League East-leading Mets jumped out to a 5-0 lead against Chase DeJong, but unfortunately couldn't hold it. Miami, Cincinnati, San Francisco, Colorado, and the Dodgers all-winners. Binghamton Rumble Ponies rained out yesterday, their sixth and final game of their home series. They went four for five in all against the New Hampshire Fisher Cats, and now they're on a six-game road series beginning tomorrow night in Altoona to take on the curve. First pitch, 6.30 p.m. Then they're back home on July 20th for a six-game homestand here at Morabito Stadium against the Erie Seawolves. Checking NASCAR. It was the Battle of the Brothers yesterday. The Bush brothers, actually. Kurt Bush, passing brother Kyle with 24 laps left, winning Sunday's NASCAR Cup Series race to complete a sibling weekend sweep at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Kurt Bush raced to his first victory of the season, 33rd overall and fourth of his career at Atlanta, locking up a spot in the playoffs and maybe improving his chances for a new ride. Next season, Kyle Busch reclaimed the lead with 47 laps remaining, but couldn't hold off his brother on lap 236. See you later. Martin Truax Jr. coming in third. Alex Bowman fourth. Ryan Blaney fifth. That's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 814. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, lots of storms coming through the area the last several days. Heavy rains. Flash flood watches this morning, Shenango and Cortland County. State of emergency in the village and town of Shenango. We'll keep our eye on that, see when that's lifted. And lots of different milling and paving going on throughout the counties. Interstate 81 between Exit 1 and Francis Street, alternating lane closures today through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. for pavement repair. Patching, ditching, storm cleanups, brush and tree cutting, striping all going on around the county areas in addition to uh, the storms that hit our area and looking to uh, restore power to 
just about everybody. NYSEG has almost everybody restored. There's still some areas without power, but uh, they're working on that situation as well. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, cloudy today. Showers and thunderstorms high in the low 80s, mostly cloudy tonight. Chance of showers and thunderstorms low in the upper 60s. Tomorrow, partly sunny. Afternoon showers and thunderstorms and maybe some gusty wind, heavy rain, and frequent lightning. Highs in the mid-80s. We're at 66 right now. It's WNBF's First News Binghamton. Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. Good morning. It's 8. This day, 1969, that song banned by radio stations because of uh, they were offended by the line, Christ, you know it ain't easy. Of course, back in 1969, uh, that was really offensive. And to some people, it still is offensive today. But uh, uh, nevertheless, the song is permitted by the FCC to be played. Uh, it was, was back then as well, but uh, many radio stations banned it. 1969, welcome to the 193rd day of 2021 with 172 days left this year. We mentioned on this date, Casey and the Sunshine Band made their pop chart debut with Get Down Tonight. Also lost singer Minnie Ripperton, died of cancer in Los Angeles at the age of 31, best known for her 1975 hit Loving You. And I thought she was related to, like Whitney Houston or one of those singers, and I can't remember. But, boy, she had that, that octave voice like uh, uh, Mariah Carey, where she was way, went way up high, you know. In 1979, a Chicago disc jockey held a disco demolition, man after my own heart. Between a baseball doubleheader at Kaminsky Park, the second game was called off because so much damage had been done to the field. Plastic vinyl all over the place, disco. As much as there were some great bands that came out of disco, including Casey and the Sunshine Band and the Bee Gees, I still didn't like disco. At the time, I was a rock guy with long hair down to my shoulder, playing guitar, I'm listening to Led Zeppelin, Kiss, Aerosmith, and all the groups that uh, came around that time. Anyway, 1992, a memorial to Buddy Holly was unveiled in Dallas. Today is Christine McVie's birthday of Fleetwood Mac. She's 78, doesn't tour with the band anymore, but what a beautiful voice Christine McVie had. The Songbird, one of my favorite songs from the Rumors album, but did some other stuff too. Singer Walter Egan had that song Magnet and Steel, 73 today. Fitness guru Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons is 73. Somebody said uh, he was like kind of uh, a reclusive guy now. He kind of hangs out in his house and... Um, isn't really doing the, the tummy tuck stuff anymore or sweating to the oldies. How many people had that sweating to the oldies tape? He made a bunch of those. You see them all over in yard sales now, too. Actress Cheryl Ladd from Charlie's Angels. Ready for this? 70 years old. One of Charlie's Angels. Topher Grace from that 70s show. He played Eric. 43 today. And those are some of the famous folks that are celebrating. And if you're celebrating, happy birthday to you as well. 
WNBF First News Time is 822. So TikTok making some updates and still regaining its popularity or maintaining its popularity. More on the story. ABC's Chuck Severson. TikTok is more popular than ever and prepping some new features. The big social media platforms like Facebook and Twitter are adding new features seemingly every week from newsletters to live audio platforms. Chris Stokel Walker is the author of the new book, TikTok Boom. He says TikTok isn't far behind. We're starting to see this idea of the super app with TikTok, which is lots of different features coming in. He says Chinese apps generally have a better track record when it comes to integrating new features. One thing that separates Chinese super apps and US super apps is that the Chinese super apps have managed to integrate all of this stuff into one package much more smoothly. As for how TikTok will contend with the rise of the super app, I think that it will develop new branches as any app does, but I'm more confident that it will do that in a smooth way. With Tech Trends, Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. Thank Chuck. WNBF First News Time, 823. Going to be filling in for Bob Joseph uh, today as well, so I'll be here with you. And we'll talk. We'll open up a, a dialogue here about pretty much anything you want to talk about. Let's check in with Wall Street. Stock traders closed out last week with a strong rally, each of the major indexes finishing at least 1% higher on Friday. The Dow Jones added nearly 450 points, ending the week at 34,870. The S&P 500 picked up 48 points. The Nasdaq Composite rose 142. Expectations are high headed into earnings season. Investors will get results this week from J.P. Morgan Chase, PepsiCo, Delta Airlines, and some other major players. Small businesses feeling the squeeze of the shipping crunch. Big retailers like Amazon and Walmart are rushing to restock, leaving smaller ones fighting over limited spots on cargo ships. The average price to ship a container from Asia has doubled since the start of this year. One sign of a post-pandemic recovery can be seen at the movie theater box office. Marvel's Black Widow took in $80 million domestically over the weekend. That's the most of any film since COVID came ashore. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Thank you, Jim. WNBF First News time is 824. We'll take a look at your two-day forecast coming up. And Kathy by also with... Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosher. Welcome to the show, my friends, and uh, it's going to be a long one today. As uh, I'm going to stay over by popular demand, the requests have been coming in, the cards and letters and postcards and telegrams and everything else have been coming in saying, we want you to stay till noon today, Doug. Uh, well, talk about serendipity. Bob happens to be off today, so looks like I am sticking around till noon. So keep those cards and letters coming, because after all, I paid for them. All right. <laughs> Dan Bongino coming up from noon to 3. Enjoying his show. Are you enjoying the show? We've gotten uh, lots of positive feedback on the Dan Bongino show. Uh, and, of course, our weekend lineup, which is always very, very popular uh, with Bill Flynn and Don Giovanni, both uh, two shows each in the studio here uh, on the weekends. And Bill's classic hit show from 8 to 2. And Don Giovanni with Frank Sinatra from 6 to 9 every Saturday night. And we get to do it again on Sunday, 7 to noon, with Bill Flynn's world-famous polka show, followed by Don Giovanni with the Italian Oldies House Party from noon to 3. And uh, Bill will be out at the uh, air show, the Greater Binghamton Air Show, this weekend, this Sunday, beginning at 10. So that's going on. 
A lot of people were excited about the air show coming back again this year, and uh, you can go, on, go out there if you'd like to. On, I think greaterbinghamsandairshow.com is where you want to go to get more information and tickets and, and all the things you need to know. But uh, our own Bill Flynn will be on location on Sunday morning beginning at 10 o'clock from the Greater Binghamton Air Show. Hope you can swing out and say hi. This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 65 degrees at 831. The forecast for today, they have lifted that flood watch for Shenango and Cortland counties that was in effect. And that has expired, but we do have some more rain possible this afternoon. And with saturated ground, that could cause some issues again. We'll have more on the road situation and flooding in just a bit. The top U.S. commander in Afghanistan is handing over his authority at a ceremony as America winds down its 20-year military presence and Taliban Insurgents continue to gain territory across the country. General Scott Miller was poised to transfer authority to General Frank McKenzie, the head of U.S. Central Command. McKenzie is also a four-star general. He'll operate from Central Command headquarters in Tampa, Florida, assuming authority to conduct possible airstrikes in defense of Afghan government forces. The U.S. withdrawal was to conclude August 31st. Miller was to leave the country later today. President Joe Biden will host city leaders from around the country to talk about reducing crime. Joining the group today is New York's likely next mayor, Democrat Eric Adams, currently the Brooklyn Borough President. Also set to attend are the mayors of Washington, D.C. and San Jose, California. Two people familiar with the plans described the meeting in that they were... Uh, were, had described the meeting to the reporters. Shootings and killings are up around the nation with local politicians and police struggling to manage the violence that's already ballooned since the coronavirus pandemic. One small step for a billionaire, one giant leap for space tourism, and apparently a chance to make a big amount of money. Sir Richard Branson has taken the lead in the drive to carry non-astronauts to new heights. <laughs> The thrill lasted for just a few minutes. Virgin Galactic founder Richard Branson, two pilots, and three other employees carried by space plane to an altitude of more than 50 miles. Eight days from now, Blue Origin's Jeff Bezos is to ride his company's rocket to space, Branson saying. We wish Jeff the absolute best uh, and, and his, the people are going up with him during his flight. One similarity between Blue Origin and Virgin Galactic, the ticket price, at least a quarter of a million dollars. Jim Ryan, ABC News. WMBF First News Time 833. Broome County Emergency Services officials are reporting a lot of debris over roads. Some partial washouts and a bridge out as a result of the heavy rain yesterday. The bridge at Beach Ridge Road in the town of Colesville was said to be washed out overnight. Motorists are urged to exercise caution when they head out, especially in areas that have a history of flooding. And officials say they expect the list of road damage to change as people are able to assess the impact of that heavy rain. As of early today, officials reported partial washouts and debris in the town of Colesville on Holcomb Road at Route 79, part of Harvard Road and in the area of 8 Paddleford Road. Route 7 at Bates Road was closed overnight, Biden Manor Road at 79, Porter Hollow near 89, and Route 79 at Babcock Road were also reported to be partially washed out, closed or with debris on the road. In the town of Shenango, tree debris was reported on Trafford Road. 
Upper Front Street, Fuller Road, Grant and Atchkins, Atchkinson Road. Tree and storm debris was also a problem in the town of Dickinson on Jameson Road and Boland and Sears Roads. The state of emergency issued for the town of Dickinson expired at daylight. The states of emergency also issued due to flooding in the town of Shenango and the village of Johnson City. Tioga and Shenango County Emergency Services officials this morning said they were not aware of any storm-related road problems. New York State Electric and Gas was expecting the power to be back on to the remaining handful of residents in Shenango, Delaware, maybe even Broome County this morning. Some sections still under assessment early today, according to the NYSEG outage website. As of 1 o'clock this morning, NYSEG was reporting over 2,000 customers in Broome County had no power. Those were all pretty much back on by 4 a.m. This latest power headache comes as members of the Civil Air Patrol were called in on Friday to assist in the distribution of water, dry ice, and other supplies to residents still recovering from the power interruptions from Wednesday night's severe thunderstorms. As vaccination rates in New York State slowly rise, the Empire State is also recording an uptick in COVID-19 cases. The Sunday update on Governor Andrew Cuomo's news site reports 666 new positive cases, bringing the state's seven-day rolling average to 0.84%. That is compared to 0.73% on Friday. The state's data released on Saturday reported about 525 people each day tested positive for COVID-19 in New York for the seven days through Friday. That's up from 369 people, a 42% increase for the prior week. The State Department of Health says a higher percentage of cases are linked to the more contagious Delta variant and is urging more people to get vaccinated. Much of the increase was reported downstate in New York City. It's 8.36 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug Mosier on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, welcome to the show once again. It is our pleasure to have you along. Hope you had a great weekend. I know a lot of people uh, got power restored. Towards the beginning of the weekend, some a few places still without power. Most people back, but we had a lot of debris and limbs and trees falling down. Personally experienced some of that myself, and I know of others that did as well. Trees were just uprooted and just, you know. In fact, the NYSEG crew that saw my tree said, how did that happen? That's weird because it just snapped these two big, big branches off and uh, ended up compromising the tree, obviously, and you don't want it falling in the house and, uh, part of it was laying on service wires, so uh, that was important as well to, to make sure we got that straightened out. So, again, special thanks to the NYSEG crews for, for doing that and for everything that you've done and all the highway departments and villages and towns that have taken care of all of this. People don't realize, or some people do, but when we have situations like this, uh, these these guys and girls that are out there are really, really working their butts off uh, long hours into the night, overnight, and, and somewhat dangerous conditions as well. So we appreciate everything you do. We talk about first responders and all the things, the great things they do for us. We greatly appreciate that. But uh, our road crews as well uh, sometimes really put themselves in some some dangerous situations as well. And uh, to make sure that uh, that we're safe and that we have a safe path uh, to get uh, to and from wherever we're going. So thank you for that. We really greatly appreciate it. We'll check our job report coming up in just a couple of minutes. Uh, a couple of things that uh, I wanted to bring to your uh, attention. We're going to do the Binghamton on Tap again, which is something that we've done before. That's a, a beer tasting event. 
And uh, more information on that coming up. Also, uh, let's see what else. We're going to be doing a job fair as well. So we got a couple of things that we're doing uh, as a group. And as Town Square Media, we, we enjoy being able to bring our businesses and organizations together with our listening audience as well. It's just a, it's a win-win situation uh, in you know uh, support of our community. So it's a great way to do that. So we'll be doing a couple of those. It's nice that we're able to bring those back again after uh, over a year or so of... Uh, you know, being uh, kind of sequestered or being uh, sheltered, quarantined, and not being able to, to uh, not being permitted to do these types of things. So the space race is on the battle of the ballad, the battle of the billionaires. I wonder if somebody hasn't written a song about that. One, huh? The thrill lasted for just a few minutes. Virgin Galactic founder Richard Branson, two pilots, and three other employees carried by space plane to an altitude of more than 50 miles. Eight days from now, Blue Origin's Jeff Bezos is to ride his company's rocket to space, Branson saying. We wish Jeff the absolute best uh, and, and his, the people going up with him during his flight. One similarity between Blue Origin and Virgin Galactic, the ticket price, at least a quarter of a million dollars. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Man, I tell you, I, I, I am be those guys. Of course, you know, you got to have a bazillion dollars to be able to pull that off to begin with, but to go up into space, man, I've always wanted to do that. Uh, I know I'll never get there, but uh, remember that old movie? I don't know if you remember. It's an old Don Knotts movie called The Reluctant Astronaut. I have that on DVD, and those old Don Knotts movies were funny, those Don Knotts movies, and it was one where he was a he was a janitor. It, well, his parents thought, they signed him up for astronaut school or a job at NASA, and he thought he was going to be an astronaut. They gave him a big send-off in this little small town. Turns turns out he was going to be a janitor. And then kind of it played from there. They were looking for somebody to test this new automation equipment in space, and they figured they would use him because he didn't know anything about space. And it was Don Knotts in space and all this goofy stuff that happened after that. But I was thinking of that. Uh, novices in space and how would we, how we would handle that stuff. They probably would say, Doug, don't touch anything. Keep your hands down to your side, and we'll we'll feed you the tang from inside your helmet, you know. But anyway, <laughs> I always wanted to go into space and be those guys, you know what? First news thing I'm done. With the news and information you can trust, this is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosier. Good morning to you. I'll uh, be stepping in for Bob this afternoon as well, or this morning, I should say, the second half of the morning for WNBF's Binghamton now a little bit after 9. Right now, though, time for our Broom Tiger Workforce Job Report from the Career Center in the Oakdale Mall. Good morning, Preston. Good morning, Doug. How are you? I'm good, sir, and uh, we are ready for your job report. All right. First, we have a maintenance technician. This person is going to assist the superintendent in maintaining the physical integrity of the community. This involves ensuring a safe, secure, and comfortable living environment for residents, visitors, and staff. Next, we have a bookkeeper position. This person processes accounts payables, processes accounts receivables, including invoicing clients, promotional materials, making deposits, monitoring payment due dates, and issuing notices of noncompliance as needed. And finally, we have a development manager. This person meets the established sales goals to increase agency revenue through organic growth of personal and property and casualty insurance within assigned region. For more information, please contact 778-6405 or go to broomtegaworks.com. 
Now, we are on Facebook, so any of you that have a Facebook account, if you go on, go to your search bar, type in broom-tayoga. Our icon will come up. If you click on it and like us, anything we post will be sent directly to you. This could be resume tips, interviewing techniques, networking strategies, job postings, and recruitments. We do have a number of recruitments. First, the Broom Tiger Workforce in the Binghamton Rumble Ponies is doing another Grand Slam job fair. This will be held at the Marabito Stadium, 211 Henry Street in Binghamton on July 20th from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. There are over 40 businesses attending the job fair. They include Achieve, Atcor, BAE, EMT Metals, Tioga Downs, and more. Please bring resumes. People who pre-register by 719 will receive one free ticket to that night's game. Please call Preston Herzog at 778-6405 to sign up for the job fair. Willow Run Foods will be at the Broom Tiger Workforce Office, 501 Reynolds Road in Johnson City, on July 22nd from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. They are recruiting for a number of positions, so this is a great opportunity for people to come out, meet one-on-one with the recruiter, and find out what jobs they're looking for. OITP training, manufacturing training program classes start August 2nd through August 20th. Orientation starts July 28th. Participating employers include ATCOR, EMT Metals, SAMSCREEN, BAE Systems, Macintosh Laboratories, and more. To sign up, call Aaron Monroe at 778-6440 or email her at aaron.monroe at broomcounty.us. For our off-site recruitments, Binghamton University Dining will be doing job fairs on July 14th, 21st, and 28th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the University Union Building 120. They're recruiting for culinary and customer service positions. Community Options will be holding an open interview event on July 16th from from 11.30 to 3 p.m. at the Atzenangle Park in Binghamton. They're recruiting for full-time and part-time direct support professionals. Achieve will be doing an on-site job fair for their resident aides position on Wednesday, July 21st from 12 to 6 p.m. It's located at 4733 Vestal Parkway East in Vestal. Bernie Bus will be having an in-person job fair on July 29th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. It'll be located at 268 Cattellville Road in Binghamton. They're recruiting for bus driver, bus driver trainees, and monitors. Fee- free paid training for CDLs. People must be 21 years or older and have a valid driver's license. And finally, Lowe's is doing open interviews every Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at their 225 Sycamore Road location in Vestal and their 1318 Upper Front Street Road location in Binghamton. They're recruiting for cashiers, customer service associates, daytime receivers, and more. For more information, please contact Mike Thomas at 296-6661 or email Mike at mike.thomas at lowes.com. Please apply online at www.jobs.lows.com. So if any of you have any interest in any of those positions, please come out and see what they have to offer. All right. Thank you, Preston. We'll look forward to another job report tomorrow. All right. Take care. You too. Bye now. Bye. Broomtalga Workforce New York job report. And by the way, they are located in the Oakdale Mall, the former Sears location right there by the Automotive Center. They're open 8 to 4 Monday through Friday. You can stop in and see them. You can also call with any questions, 778-2136. They are there for you to help. WNBF First News Time 851. We're going to wrap things up here and get ready. I'm going to stay right here. I'm not moving. I'm going to, well, I may move down the mic up and grab a cup of coffee, but I'll be back with WNBF's Bingham to now a little bit after nine this morning so we'll wrap up first news and uh, we'll look at the weather forecast welcome to first news binghamton on news radio 1290 wnbf 
Here's Doug Mosher. As we get ready to wind down uh, the rest of WNBF's First News Binghamton and get ready for Binghamton now, I'll be filling in for Bob this morning as well. Boy, lots of patching, ditching, uh, brush and tree cutting, striping around the area as well. And, of course, uh, we still have partial washouts and debris over roadways from heavy rain yesterday that prompted flood watches, warnings, and even an emergency notification over mobile devices last night. I heard that when it went off. I'm like, whoa. Some of us use uh, our phones as uh, alarm clocks. I use mine as an alarm clock. Why not? It serves the purpose. But uh, when you get those warnings, they step right up out of bed. Whoa, what's going on here? But anyway, we'll keep you updated on that. Uh, Most people have power restored. There may be a few areas where they don't have it yet, but uh, we're looking to restore that uh, as soon as possible. Oh, they're having some issues over in Cuba with protests about what's going on, and uh, yeah. Cubans taking to the streets in a country notorious for cracking down on dissent. An economic crisis has hit the island nation hard, forcing people to wait hours in line for food and job opportunities, scarce since the pandemic. Cuba's president blames U.S. restrictions on exports, foreign funds, and travel. Blame it on the USA. Why not, right? Uh, Well, we'll see what happens. I think basically what it is is the people over there and Cuba want uh, democracy. They they don't want, you know, to be uh, a communist country anymore. And you saw what happened over at the Soviet Union and what happened there. It might, might be sort of the same thing. But then they got food shortages, higher prices. Of course, it's a much smaller region, obviously. Um, but Cuba is going through its worst economic crisis in decades. And along with a resurgence of coronavirus cases, too, and, of course, protesters that want freedom. And want to be united. And so, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens over there. But, I mean, you know, you, they see, of course, they see our life and they want what we want. Most most countries in the world, most countries that aren't free in the world want what we want. You know, they, or what we have, rather. They want, uh, of course, they see us now the way we're fighting amongst each other. And uh, hopefully we'll, we'll get that stuff resolved. But anyway. We'll kind of keep our eyeball on that as demonstrators in Havana protest shortages and rising prices, too. WNBF First News Time is 8.58. There was a, a weird story in the news, too, about um, a couple different things. Let's see. What do we got here? In the waning minutes. Okay. Well, I did have it here somewhere amidst all this stuff going on. We'll let the dating game music run for a minute here. One. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, Kathy White standing by with the latest local news for you. We'll get to that coming up after ABC World Headlines. Just a few minutes away. And WNBS Binghamton now. Filling in, playing the part of Bob Joseph this morning. Yours truly. So what will we talk about on the show today? What do you want to talk about? You know, it's a Paul McCartney special. Did you see it's on Hulu? It makes me want to... Well, I do, I do have Hulu. But um, it's uh, McCartney talking to... I'm trying to remember who the guy's name is now. He's a famous guy. Uh, about the uh, years with John Lennon and all the different things they did together. Some of the real nice things that were said between the two. And, and you know, they. I mean, they, they were kind of estranged through some of the years, the post-Beatle years. But you got to remember, these guys started playing together when they were teenagers. 
they were like family. They're like brothers. It was interesting. Some of the things that uh, that I heard in the trailer, anyway, that John Lennon had to say. Uh, they had quoted him as saying when he was alive about Paul McCartney. One of the things being that he was one of the best play, bass players uh, anybody had had best bass players of all uh, because of his knowledge, I think, of musical theory. Because with bass, you can change the chord. You can change the complete feel and sound of the chord by your bass note, which is uh, really, I know people that are really into musical theory really get off on that. And anyway, we'll talk more about it coming up on Binghamton Now. As I fill in for Bob Joseph. Kathy, standing by. we got ABC News coming up, too, and uh, I'll see you on the other side. WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Good morning. It's 9 a.m.